Welcome to another episode of War Stories. Today we'll be delving into a tale of divine intervention and fierce resistance, the Mongol invasions of Japan. Our journey takes us back to the late 13th century, during the reign of Kublai Khan, the grandson of the legendary Genghis Khan, who sought to expand his vast empire to the land of the rising sun. Kublai Khan, ruler of the Mongol Empire and founder of the Yuan Dynasty in China, was a man of immense ambition. He had already subjugated large parts of Asia and was now setting his sights on Japan. The Mongol Empire, at its peak, was one of the largest and most powerful empires in history, known for its ruthless military campaigns and the sheer terror it invoked in its enemies. In 1266, Kublai Khan sent envoys to Japan, demanding tribute and submission from the Japanese emperor. However, the proud and fiercely independent Japanese leaders rejected Kublai Khan's demands, maintaining their sovereignty and setting the stage for an epic conflict. The first invasion took place in 1274, when the Mongol forces, bolstered by Korean and Chinese allies, set sail across the Sea of Japan with an estimated 30,000 to 40,000 soldiers. The Mongols' tactics and weapons were vastly different from those of the Japanese samurai, who traditionally relied on one-on-one -on -one combat, valor, and personal skill. The Mongols, on the other hand, employed a highly disciplined and coordinated army, expert horse archers, and advanced siege weaponry. The first battle took place on the island of Tsushima, where the Mongol forces quickly overran the local samurai defenders. Moving swiftly, the invaders then conquered the island of Iki, before reaching the shores of Kyushu, Japan's southernmost main island. The battle at Hakata Bay, in Kyushu, was a fierce and bloody encounter. The samurai fought valiantly, but the Mongol army, with its superior numbers and military prowess, began to push them back. However, the Mongols' fortune soon took a turn for the worse. A massive typhoon, which the Japanese would later come to call the Divine Wind, or Kamikaze, struck the region. The storm wreaked havoc on the Mongol fleet, destroying ships and drowning thousands of soldiers. The surviving Mongol forces, battered and demoralized, were forced to retreat. The Japanese viewed the typhoon as a sign of divine intervention, believing that the gods had favored them and protected their homeland from invasion. In the years that followed, Japan fortified its defenses, building walls and ramparts along the coastline in anticipation of another attack. Kublai Khan, Undeterred by the failure of the first invasion, launched a second and more ambitious invasion in 1281. This time, the Mongol forces numbered between 100,000 to 140,000 soldiers, with a fleet of nearly 4,000 ships. The campaign was intended to be a two-pronged attack, with the eastern fleet from Korea and the southern fleet from China converging on Japan. However, the two fleets were unable to coordinate effectively allowing the Japanese defenders to engage each fleet separately. The samurai, now better prepared and equipped for Mongol tactics, put up fierce resistance. The Battle of Koan, fought on the beaches of Kyushu, was a brutal and hard-fought struggle. The Japanese samurai fought with tenacity and skill, inflicting heavy casualties on the Mongol invaders. Once again, fate intervened in the form of another typhoon. Just as the Mongols were preparing to launch their final assault on the Japanese defenders, the fierce storm struck the region with a vengeance. The divine wind returned, wreaking even greater destruction than before. The Mongol fleet was decimated, with the majority of their ships either sunk or heavily damaged. Countless soldiers perished in the raging waters, and those who survived were left stranded and vulnerable. 
The Japanese forces seized the opportunity and launched a counterattack on the weakened and disoriented Mongol invaders. With their characteristic courage and skill, the samurai pushed the invaders back into the sea, forcing them to abandon any hope of conquering Japan. The failed invasions marked a turning point for the Mongol Empire. Although it would continue to rule vast territories in Asia, the invincibility of the Mongol military machine had been shattered. The enormous losses suffered in the attempted conquest of Japan stretched the empire's resources and contributed to its eventual decline. For the Japanese, the Mongol invasions were a defining moment in their history. The kamikaze, or divine wind, became a symbol of Japan's unique identity and divine protection. The belief that the gods favored Japan and would safeguard its people from foreign invaders helped to shape the nation's self-image for centuries to come. The samurai, whose bravery and skill had been crucial in repelling the Mongol invasions, gained prestige and respect, further solidifying their status as the ruling warrior class in Japanese society. The invasions also served as a catalyst for the development of new military tactics, weaponry, and fortifications, transforming Japan into a formidable defensive power. In the years that followed, Japan turned inwards, focusing on internal affairs and enjoying a prolonged period of relative peace and stability. The legacy of the Mongol invasions, however, would remain a source of pride and inspiration, a testament to the resilience and determination of the Japanese people in the face of seemingly insurmountable odds. As we conclude our tale of the Mongol invasions of Japan, we leave you with a fun and simple question. Can you name another famous military leader who, like Kublai Khan, was unable to conquer Japan? Tweet your answers, and let's see how well you know your history.